The goal is podcast to help you break in and thrive in advertising. We do that every week by sharing the stories and advice of those who are rocking it on the other side. So a few weeks ago, I put a call to LinkedIn. We've been so grateful to interview some of the truly amazing bosses on this show, from chief creative officers to presidents and CEOs. We very much appreciate them and their power and their leverage, and you should reach out to them, and they can get you jobs for sure. However, we heard that you wanted to listen to people who recently broke into advertising, people one to three years into this business, people you can relate to, people you can connect with without worry. So we heard you. And we welcome Jade Towns to the show this week. He is a brilliant creative at DDB in Chicago. Nearly a year in his first role we met a year ago as he was in the midst of his career search at a Chicago Advertising Federation career fair. So we look back at the year and learn what the heck he did to get a job as a creative at DDB in Chicago. He has a unique role similar to a content creator, but also serves traditional ad concepting. I'll let him explain. Jay is a hard worker, and he has a great mindset that taught me a lot, and I know he will do the same for you wherever you are in your life. Jay lists out resources on our Instagram at Breaking and Entering Pod, all one word, which you should follow, and those will help you break in. Now, on with this wonderful show with this wonderful human. This is the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast, and as usual, I'm your accomplice, Gino Schellenberger. Kick it, Mikey. All right, Jay Towns, welcome to the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. Thanks so much for coming on today. How are you doing? Thanks for having me, Gino. I'm excited. I'm doing really well today. Just went on a run, actually. Just got back from the gym, so I'm feeling relaxed, endorphins flowing, you know, that kind of thing. Good. I got to go later. So I'm glad you're in a good state of mind. So am I. I'm excited to talk with you about advertising. I do this quite a bit, but I'm excited to talk to you because you're creative at DDB and you're also in Chicago, you went to Northwestern, it says, you're a little bit of a content creator, and you recently broke in, correct? Yes, yeah, just last year, um, not even a year ago, honestly. Nice, and we have, a, so it's it's funny how this works, you know, uh, a year ago, we met at, I believe it was a Chicago ad fed, uh, mm-hmm. there was a career conference, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. and- my first, that was my first, that was my introduction to advertising as an industry. Like, oh, really? So yeah. you found out about advertising there, like the basics of it, a year ago, and you're now at DDB, which is one of the best agencies, agency networks in the world. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I think yeah. When I started, well, I know we'll, we'll get into it, but I kind of yeah, like you said, I was kind of new to this space. So, but I think that in some ways not having any preconceptions about what I could do or where I should belong was actually probably important in me not feeling like an imposter. So that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. I think there, there, I always knew I wanted to be in advertising like from day one, like senior year of high school. Mm. And there are people that kind of find out later. There's an argument to be made. Like you said, like having that curiosity as an undergrad or whatever you're doing, you know, people don't have to go to college necessarily, but if you're an undergrad and you're exploring more and you're creating content, kind of like what you did, and we'll get into that, 
there is something to be said that some really creative agencies, uh, they prefer the people that have less ad experience, which is kind of goes against a lot what we talk about in this podcast. But <clears throat> Wyden Kennedy, I know they look for in their their Kennedy's program people with less traditional backgrounds, uh, advertising experience. So we can yeah. definitely dive into all of that. But what I want to talk about with you, Jay, is what's your current role today? Your so, IDB, give us the high level rundown of what you what you are. Yeah, officially, my title is creative. Um, it kind of came about, it's the first within the DDB Chicago space, like I'm the only person that does specifically that, but it's because it's not very specific of a role. Um, but all that means is that I basically came in. So, I mean, again, we're kind of getting into the story, but the story is, is, is how this developed, you know? So I, I ended up interning, uh, during the summer and I was interning as an art director, um, and that was a track that I was expecting to go on, but kind of as I being completely new to this space, but very familiar with like creating content and, you know, trying to command attention and and things like that. I just was looking around and and noticed like ways in which I could like personally, like feel like I can contribute, you know, and add value. And as an intern, especially, you know, having a little bit of a chip on my shoulder, I want to show you know, everybody that, you know, I'm, I'm here and I can, even though I might be new, that there's still something I can add. So um, I ended up kind of helping out on the, you know, in-house production kind of side, doing some video editing and shooting some stuff in the studio. And on um, various projects, I'd, I'd be writing too, because they needed somebody extra um, and I would get the job done. So I think that um, leadership kind of throughout my internship kind of allowed me to fill a space in which I could be most beneficial, which was just not on any traditional track uh, yeah. thus far. I love it. And <clears throat> how did you, so the internship itself was an art director title, but you kind of worked it. You found what you were good at. You were able to help out extra. They yeah. saw that you were basically a great content creator, creative, and they threw you on different projects, I'm sure. Like yeah. throughout your internship, which is a valuable lesson. As I hope we can get this up up in time before the internships are are launched. But as anybody going into an internship, as you just kind of explained here, and what we look for where I work at Havas, and I'm sure at every major agency, is they want those people that are hungry that can that can take take on different roles with enthusiasm, that are curious. Because then at the end of the internship, when they're looking and they do need a spot, and even if you're not. If, even if there's not a spot for art direction per se, like Jay, like what maybe what happened with you is like, but we still want Jay. Mm -hmm. Jay can still create content and he knows how to edit and he's, he was able to write, he stayed late or he got there early. So they made it, a, they made you a priority. Yeah. They wanted you to work there because your skill, what you showed off in your internship. So that's a valuable lesson. Even if you're not in your desired track in your internship, you can still figure it out and make things happen. Is that Absolutely. pretty much what happened? That is, you you put it in a really great way. And I'm first of all, you had mentioned this earlier, but it is it is the I don't want to make a blanket statement, but I'd say the really creative agencies that are looking for those alternative routes. And I would even go so far as to say it is creatively minded leadership. Because what I really appreciated at DDB Chicago, which is I think the only reason that I got hired, being someone that it did not go through a traditional track for a really large agency, is because 
the mentality of the leadership is to is unexpected works. That's DDB's whole tagline. And I feel so far that my experience with the leadership team really believes that. And so why would you look only in expected places to find expected ideas, to find unexpected ideas? And so being a person that like I never was I was never fronting, like I was not pretending to know how to do things I did not know how to do. But I was I was very eager and I was very I was always there. I was at the right place at the right time, which isn't something that was super hard to calculate. It's not like, oh, you know, I overhear some conversation. It's like, no, just being a nice person to be around, helping out when I could and yeah. not getting in anybody's way, really. And the opportunities when they presented themselves, I just took them and I wasn't afraid to give my opinion uh, within a creative meeting, even though I was an intern, you know, that kind of thing. And I think it just went from there. And all of a sudden, you know, they're like, hey, can you help out on this brief? We like what you said in that meeting. And mm -hmm. who knows whether or not that idea gets anywhere, but that's not in my control anyway. I love that. I never had that courage when I was an intern. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was totally intimidated and I stayed quiet, but I tried to show my personality. I had no clue what I was doing as a media planner intern, but I um, tried to tried to just make people laugh and enjoy the presence. Because as an intern, for me, I knew I wasn't going to be able to provide much value. It sounds like you you were able to provide value, and we'll get into your background here a little bit more than I was. So I just made an effort. Let's just make people laugh. I'm an intern. I'm not going to change the world here. But if I can make people happy, uh, make some jokes and show up and do do some of the easy tasks for people or the hard, like the busy work, I was like, I just will, I'll do whatever. So yeah. I had that kind of mentality, um, and that seemed to work out. They like they enjoyed me and they would like make t-shirts and stuff and we would have a good time, but that's not about me. I, I just love this little lesson here. And it's so refreshing because I've been talking to a lot of CEOs and, and presidents lately. I'm mm. trying to now get back to the root, the people that are, the listeners want to hear from you who recently broke in because they can see themselves in your position. So what I'm really curious about Jay is how do you get the damn internship? Cause that's the, like, that's a hard part. So, um, and we know that internships can, it's kind of the new normal, not really. It's just one of the better paths to break in, right? You need an internship, especially for those creative routes. An internship can help you get a job. And people are starting to realize that at the, at the bigger agencies, you might need that after you graduate. So yeah. where were you when you got your first internship? And mm -hmm. how did you get it? Okay, yeah. So, I mean, this is the story of my life. I mean, it's condensed, but basically... It was my senior year of college. I'm studying acting, music technology, and entrepreneurship. I already know that I'm going to go into some kind of creative profession. And I'm really comfortable with the idea that what I'm about to do post-grad is something that I'm not aware of. February of 2021. God. <laughs> February 2021, I get an email from Northwestern. They're like, we've got some extra tickets for this advertising federation. I look up, you know, I, I kind of look at the description. I'm like, oh, creative industries, working in media, um, you know, developing, you know, strategy. It sounds interesting. Um, and I love meeting new people. And I didn't have a job for post-grad. So I'm like, what is the harm if I am free? And I went in and I loved everything that I heard, man. I, I loved hearing you talk. I, I loved hearing so many people from all over the industry. And I realized it was such a large Thing. So I was I was I became aware of media, agency and client. And 
I realized the landscape was super big. But while I was there, I was making sure that I was deliberately speaking to people and really like listening to their experience. Okay, I'm getting the vibe that I'm not as interested in media because of what I've heard these people talk about. I'm getting the, in, the vibe that I'm not as interested in working for a client. Just seems like it'd be kind of repetitive. Pretty cool though, big clients. Agencies work with everybody. And I hear that they're really creative. They come up with the ideas and sometimes they even make the spots. I think that's cool. So I'm gonna like talk to those people and see what they do. What is an art director? What is a copywriter? You know, so I just made really deliberate connections with people. I tried to set up as many meetings as I could. Practically, I mean, I because I, it sounds like, you know, you on this podcast want to get into like the nitty gritty sometimes of like what it really is like. I, I made sure that everybody I reached out to, I addressed something that not only that they said on stage in front of everybody, but when I spoke to them one-on-one, -on -one, I made sure to either ask a question that was related to my experience or about themselves. And I made sure to bring that up when I was reintroducing myself online because I know nobody knows who I am, but I wanted to show that I was getting real value from what was going on and I was really interested. Yeah. And so then I talked to people about their experience and then that would be it. And sometimes they would be like, yeah, it seems like you're more into strategy. So you, I think you, you know, talk to a couple of my other friends or some people be like, you seem like an art director. You talk to these people and it was really never asking for anything. It's just, I was new and I was learning and I was being really genuine in my kind of hunger for like, what, what's going on? Where can I fit into this? And, uh, the way that I ended up getting the internship, I think, um, is that, I had spoken to a few people from DDB, um, but wasn't really aware and didn't, wasn't thinking about, I didn't know how, how insulated kind of the advertising community is. I didn't, I wasn't realizing that these people are seeing each other pass by in the halls all the time. And I, I didn't. And so I found out that, you know, I had spoken to a few people at DDB Chicago, not knowing that they knew each other. And um, I think my name began floating around. Like there's this creative kid who's trying to figure out how to like get in and, but we don't really know what he does. So I ended up, they, I, they set me up with an email um, and a meeting with the um, HR team um, who was trying to basically figure out and set me up with like, who, like, what do you actually do? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, you know, this is, I'm a photographer. I, I, I make content. I, I do this. And um, they were like, okay, let's set you up with um, like an interview. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, cool. I, I'm thinking like, I'm going to get a job. This is awesome. <laughs> And um, I talked to Rodrigo, who's the CCO at DDB Chicago currently. Um, and he's like, oh, we have a great conversation. He's like, so you have no advertising experience? That's not going to work. But what you can do is try the internship. Yeah. See where you fit in, because I have a feeling that you don't know where you belong because right. you have no experience and we can never throw you in like that. Yeah. Um, and so I was... I interviewed for it and then the next week um, I got offered the internship and I took it because I was like, this feels like really good momentum. And I was I was very excited to learn about where I could fit into the industry. So that's how I I got the internship. Yeah, I mean, that's perfect. It, that's bread and butter technique. The one thing that I'm curious about or the, what I'm thinking about is the point, like a lot of the advice I give is be it's best to know exactly what you want to do. In mm. advertising, which kind of goes against the grain here. So I want to hover here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you kind of went into this the opposite. Like, hey, I just know this is for me. I, I think this industry is interesting. I have skills that 
you know, would do well. Um, you weren't exactly sure, correct? You yeah. had you had a better idea after you listened to people and you networked and you had you refined and you understood that media was maybe not for you. That's one big hub that you were able to cross off. So, that yeah. was great. but I don't know, like do you, this is teaching me now, maybe you're proving me wrong. Like if you're hungry and you're curious and you're transparent, maybe that is good. Uh, maybe that can help if you're looking for an internship. What do you think? Like, would you go back and do it differently? Like, man, I don't know. Yeah, that's a great question. I, I got to say, you should give yourself some more credit because I don't even know if I would suggest what I did. Like, I feel very lucky. I also feel like I deserve it, but I feel very lucky. Um, I think that what I'm actually running into at the agency now is that there, there is a reason. There's a reason that I think that it's good advice to pick a lane because you can switch over, especially within departments, you know, with it, with the right kind of transition, nobody yep. stays in the same thing forever if they don't want to. Right. Right. But I will say that I think that, like I said, I was just really lucky to come across at a time where DDB Chicago was going through a large shift in their leadership mentality. Yeah. So they were really open to trying something new. I think I was less of a liability um, because they didn't really have much to lose. It was a lot of overhaul going on. And I kind of like was there at that time and was making sure that my presence was known. So it worked out. But I'll say that my experience within the industry and within the agency has sometimes my my kind of all around kind of role has at times made other things more challenging. It's made it difficult for some people to know my bandwidth. So, you know, oh, Jay was a great AD on this brief. Can we bring him on on this other one? And it's like, no, now he's working over on, you know, this client. Well, that's not that should be a project manager helping you out with that that's fair. that's not necessarily your job like, that's that's true too you need to speak up and be proactive and let people know that you are busy but um your timesheets like they should reflect that and that they should be able to there's people that should be managing your time better that's fair, yeah. fair. that's what happens with a lot of people for sure okay good to know and then also i think that where i'm at now if i'm being quite frank and i i feel very comfortable in at the community within my company and, and DDB and mm -hmm. managers and, and project managers and um, resource managers and stuff. But I think that a, the reason that I think that picking a lane is a good idea is because you have, especially within an industry like advertising that is structured in the way in which you develop your career. Mm -hmm. For me right now, although I have my job, I still feel at times mentally similar to the way that I did as an intern in the sense that I, there is no track for a multidisciplinary creative. Right. And so, although I feel extremely valuable and I'm glad that I like what I'm doing and my work, it makes me wonder, okay, well, so where do I go from here? How do yeah. I make sure that I'm being held accountable for the things that I am the only person who does them? Yeah. And so as you know, a junior, um, that's something that like is important to me because I want to make sure that my trajectory and my growth, um, my faults and my successes are all being like analyzed, monitored and like so mm -hmm. that my, my performance can improve. So right. I think that that's that's where you could get to. And I mean, if your goal is to get a job that I'm like, yeah, I'd say be open because you'd never know what's going to come around. But yeah. I do think that 
within advertising specifically, that trajectory and that momentum is important. And that's something that I'm currently working through. So I think it's a valid, I think it's valid advice to like, you know, pick something, get good at it and um, figure it out along the way through the track. And that's what you'll probably start to do. Um, You're less than a year in. And I want to even, before we look forward, I want to mention, you say multiple times in this, you said multiple times that you're very lucky, but I want to, as I'm looking through your LinkedIn here, I mean, you're Northwestern educated. You have like 20 experiences in your background here of work experiences. You've always stayed busy. I mean, even in high school, you were a media manager, like from, and you've stayed busy, you know, you've done photography, you've been an influencer, you created content all these years, like you did everything like perfectly, whether or not you knew the North star being advertising then just by staying hungry and involved and staying busy all throughout your, your academic career with side projects, acting, I see. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. Like just, if you don't know exactly what you want to do for listeners out there, staying busy and having a project or staying involved in a club or becoming a leader in a club or, or creating your own company that will get you something somewhere at some time. You might not know what it is, but it definitely played in your favor. So when you say that you're lucky, I mean, you work pretty damn hard, I'm sure. And just knowing you got a great um, mindset in your head here. So I don't know if it's necessarily lucky or, you know, hard work and preparation is luck. So it definitely, definitely looks like you you earned it and you should not feel any sort of imposter syndrome. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I, and I, I think that that is really true. And I, I feel like advertising is moving in this direction from what I can tell that makes it really exciting for, for people who, who did not necessarily follow a traditional track because yeah. especially yeah. in the creative department, you're looking for work that you've never seen and perspectives that you have never seen are a lot of the times I feel like, you know, a, a, a fast track to developing that. But I think that without a community that fosters that kind of thing, that supports yeah. people that, that don't know, you know, um, some of the traditional things, it, it's not going to be as great, but it seems like a trend um, of, of recent times and I'm excited yeah. to it it, it also really just depends on the leadership i know you touched upon this but like Mm. the leader at havas chicago who's a president cco she like if she just vibes with you and you know you have like some experience like just likes the way your bio is written she will entertain that as an interview Mm. and she's not necessarily i don't want to speak on her behalf but i've just experienced like she was like i like this girl she seems quirky like she had a, like there was a girl like chewing bubble gum in her profile picture and she's yeah. like let's, let's let's see what she has to say like do you know sure. her so the leadership you know definitely depends on how they hire you know obviously if they win new business like that's the biggest thing right if they lose if they or somebody leaves or like there's a lot of factors even if you do everything right and you know your exact trajectory and like there's still potential that you won't get it because it's the wrong time so right. yeah definitely um, so what's your next step now? You've been here for about a, almost a year at DDB and uh, like you're probably still getting the hang of stuff and that's perfectly fine. You're still, it's your first job, right? Your first career out of, after school. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think is next? And like, wait till you get to your review. Like, what are you thinking now? Like what's going on in your head about your career 
I love advertising. I think uh, this is a super cool industry. And I, I think that kind of like you were saying, although I was not planning on going into it, I do think that it is kind of like the culmination of a lot of the things that I'm interested in. And being at the forefront of culture while also, uh, you know, driving, you know, change, uh, creating entertainment. It's just so it's everything. And being in the creative department specifically is super cool for me. I would like to what's next for me is, first of all, figuring out how best I can support myself. I think that I am uh, and I think that anyone on a great team has to be a great team player. Um, and I think that it's important that I've you know made my value known and to make sure that I can help out where I can. I also would encourage like anybody, but I'm telling this to myself mostly to not be afraid to be in tune with that inner voice that is telling you what you need, what you want. And so I'm making sure that I'm in communication with my managers about what they expect from me and how I can make sure that I'm aligned in the work that I'm doing toward my own career goals. Um, yeah. And I think that those goals shift. I, I think I, I see myself coming kind of a little bit up the funnel. I think it's becoming a little bit more clear for me now. Mm -hmm. um, but like you said, I'm at the beginning and I see the sky's the limit. I would love to lead a creative team at some point. Um, I love the culture at DDB Chicago, but as I, I know, I, or at least have heard, um, is that it's a, it's a very quick moving industry and people yeah. pop around and they come right. back around and, and really I'm just trying to make sure that I'm making just like I, before I had the job, really deliberate connections with people. And so that I can have a better sense of where I fit into the industry and where I can, I can really provide the most value at any given time right now. I think that's still at DDB and I'm loving it. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to maximize that, that, um, that time that I'm, I'm spending there and to make sure that I can get the most out of the experience. Heck yeah. You're doing everything right. And you have a really mature mindset. Are you older? No, I'm, I'm 22. Wow. Very impressive. Thanks, man. Um, what is it like? So I'm curious now, just like day to day, like, can you talk about what clients you're on or you're, you're kind of shifting around and you don't need yeah. to go into work, but, um, are you like, what is the tangible portions of your job? I know you, you have a more hybrid role. So you, what was that noise? So give me the, give me the rundown, like the day to day. Cause this is what people want to know. It's like, mm. I want to break into advertising. I want to know what's actually like, you're somebody that just did all this. We went through your story, your background, how you got here. Now just give me the rundown. You're at work. Are you hybrid? How many people are, do you work with? Uh, like okay. yeah. what is the agency like? What give me just, what is it physically like working at DDB? Okay. Like high level overview. It's mostly hybrid work. We have to come into the office at least one time a day or one day a week. I go in, usually two. I usually go on a Tuesday and Wednesday. Different accounts come in on different days and I work on a few of them. So usually everybody's got their day they come in, but I am there a little bit more frequently. Half of my job is working in the creative department and half of it's working in um, the production department or like adjacent to our studio, like our, our kind of recording studio, um, editing lab kind of place. So the creative portion, I work as an art director or a copywriter, depending on the person I'm paired up with. So I will usually join an account that I've worked with or that's new to me. 
Um, and I will join one of their ADs as a copywriter, or I will join one of their copywriters as an AD. And I'll, I'll be briefed by the account team. And then we will set up rounds where we, me and that partner will go through ideas, we'll ideate, and then we'll kind of go set our separate ways, come up with some ideas, maybe have a couple of meetings just that we set up by ourselves. And then we'll have a CD review it, a creative director review that at the end of the week. Um, we do that for a few times. And then if the ideas are looking good, we end up presenting them to the client. That's one side. And then my other half of my job is more like the content creation stuff slash miscellaneous studio work. Um, for new business pitches, which I was super uh, excited to be able to work on as an intern, actually, um, I was able to edit this uh, shoot and edit this culture video for the for the agency, you know, they're like, what's DDB like? So I'll go around and ask people about their jobs or like film people in the in the lunchroom or whatever. And and I was able to really create this um this piece of like DDB culture. Um yeah. super cool. And more tactically though, that part of the job looks like, and this is the part of the industry that I'm actually really excited for, that I think that people like me are going to become I think there's gonna be okay. I, I wanna know what you think about this too, because I have no idea what's going on at Havas, but I really think that, you know, obviously we're still pushing a lot of those TV spends, um, big budget ads, but a lot of clients, at least for DDB, are wanting to split their spends on social as a distinctly separate um, category of media. And because of that, um, I think that my two cents, this is not, you know, me speaking on behalf of DDB or whatever, but I think that the structure of the agency works for larger spends more effectively. You need a producer to track that budget. You need all of these reviews because you got to make sure that all the you know bases are covered because you're spending upwards of you know millions of dollars on this spot. But for social, those same brands, brands like Skittles, you know, they want to have their ads, but they also want to have their online video five second thing that you scroll past on Snapchat. Who's going to shoot that? And how much does that cost? Is that already added into their quarterly, yearly spend? Or do they expect you to pull that out, you know, make an art director edit a video because it's the same thing, which it's not. And I think that my role and the real value in people like me is the, is the content creator, is the advertising content creator where, you know, Skittles has 10,000 extra dollars. Let's make a few TikToks and let's make them. We're still going to put a creative team on it, but the goal is not the same goal as that that tv spend it is to target this audience with this kind of content for this yeah. period of time and it's quick it's we can have the idea on monday and we can have a draft on friday instead of waiting for that approval right. and i think that that is becoming increasingly like brands want that they want to be able to move quickly on things um they want to be able to hop on virality and i think that so that second part of my job is what I think is really cool. Um, I mean, I think it's all really cool, but I think it's very new, it seems like. Um, and it seems to be like a growing thing that people are trying to figure out how to work into the agency structure. Yeah. I think that's what DDB is trying to figure out right now with me. And I'm really excited to be here during this time, but a lot of it's nebulous. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll go down to the studio and I'll you know grab some lights. Sometimes I'll bring my own personal equipment. Sometimes I'll have some other people help out, get an AD and a copywriter in there and we'll make something and have it ready to go by the end of the week, send it as extra, you know, over deliver something or 
we can start working it into our scope and delivering even more value without yeah. having to outsource to a production company. So yeah. I think that's really cool personally. And that's where I feel like some some big changes might be coming in the next few years. Yeah, it makes sense. I think, yeah, having that having that quick proactive approach and you know being fast on social is so important and you know when you go through rounds it, then the idea is old then the, yeah. the trend is gone yeah. so i know a lot of agencies play around with their, their content studios or social labs some people will call it mm -hmm. um we've we definitely talked about this on the show but it's been a while so i'm glad to hear your perspective and how how you guys are how you guys are shaping it out because every agency is kind of battling now how do we move faster how do we move faster deadlines are getting smaller and and budgets are shrinking unfortunately yeah so <clears throat> maybe those big tv spends those big super bowls might not be the thing might not be the right strategy for some of these brands so i like that i like your i like your uh prediction i think that we will probably move to that if we're not already doing that already so and people like you are the reason why it works you know you can't have somebody slow or not know not know how to do it or understand the culture so um my last question for you then is really how do you stay in tune with culture then and i know you're 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 still young so you still got it all but <laughs> even myself i'm like a couple of years older than you um i feel like i can be out of the loop sometimes mm -hmm. like on the latest trends um i'm on TikTok, i'm on everything but I don't have it as like I used to. And I'm asking you now, like, how do you stay in tune? What do you follow? What do you listen to? What are the publications like that you find yourself scrolling every day? Okay. Well, okay. There's, so there's, I want to talk about what I, how I stay in touch with culture, but then I want to talk about quickly what I feel like the value of staying in touch with culture is. Yes. Yeah, so I'm on like, all social media. I'm not chronically online, I promise. I get a lot of my information from Twitter, which is becoming increasingly questionable. Um, I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok. Uh, these are my platforms that I use most. Um, I am subscribed to Adweek, but I only really read the headlines. I'm not looking for things on there. Something that's helped me, by the way, I don't know if this is really common for people that are like in advertising, so bear with me if this is basic, but if you want to kind of get a better idea of what the industry is like, being on Fishbowl really helped me. Um, are you familiar with that? And like, is that like a common thing? Okay, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty negative. Is I, it I, negative on there? I mean, people have their different perspectives on it. I like we, I, I have to follow it, and I'm always keeping because I run communications internally and externally, so okay. I'm always scanning it. I see, but um, a little toxic. It can be. It definitely yeah. can be. Anything anonymous like that. But then you get some good information, like if there are layoffs or there are some bad culture things happening. I just recommend taking it with a grain of salt. But it's yeah. definitely if you're aspiring and you want to get as much information as possible, you should not ignore it. Yeah. Well, that's you kind of just led into what I was going to say. And I think that taking things with a grain of salt is becoming increasingly rare. And I think especially people like my age and younger coming into the industry Social media polarizes and it gives you, I think, a really bad view, a really tunnel visioned understanding of what culture is. The goal of social media is to keep your attention. So they're going to show you things that keep you on the platform, not things that are necessarily true or that you need to know. And so I think that the best way to stay in touch with culture is the combination. 
I think this is so important. I'm really glad you brought this up because I think a lot of people my age think this doesn't affect them or they just don't care. They think it's like boomer activity, like, oh, watch what you, you know, you consume on social media. Who cares? You know, it's it's super important. I feel like even at a school like Northwestern, which I think is lauded for obviously having great academics and things, I was surrounded uh, by people who lived inside of an echo chamber. And Mm -hmm. in advertising, you just can't afford to think that the way that you think is the way that everyone thinks. And so for that reason, I'd say that whatever you consume is enough culture for you. Because when you start to analyze yourself as a consumer, you start to realize what interests you. And then when you can step outside of that and be like, okay, let's take a look at my demographic information, my interests, you know, what's on my For You page? What's on my YouTube recommended? Why is it recommending this to me? Who else thinks like this? I think that inside out approach to culture, rather than trying to make sure that you you know every trend or you know you know what just happened yesterday on ESPN or on you know MTV or whatever. Nobody watches MTV anymore. But mm-hmm. I think that like that approach is better because not only are you going to be more community focused, you're going to be much more in touch with the ideas that people are stating. I think a lot of people see a headline for something. This happened in COVID all the time. You know, people read when COVID was new, people read one article about it. And then all of a sudden they're an epidemiologist. Like, no, you're not. You don't know anything. Right. It's okay to not know something. And that was something I was really, I was really, really proud of myself for coming into advertising, not having that ego. I don't think that there's, you cannot have that sense of, I know what the consumer wants. If you are not that consumer. I think that the research and understanding yourself is the number one thing that you can do to understand culture. Because as soon as you know where you are relative to the mean, then I think you have a way better idea of like, okay, so if I'm here and this is, you know, our target, then like, who's here? And like, how do we communicate with them effectively? Um, I think that's super important. And I think that that nuance is lost on a lot of like the newer generation coming up. I actually think, um, some of the older advertisers really have a much better sense. And because they've been forced to understand that they don't know everything, a lot of them don't yeah. understand social media. So they don't have that that ego attached to what they think they know because they saw that one thing. Um, yeah. Be a critical thinker. And that's what social media is like destroying, I, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. No, very well put. I, I couldn't agree more. And yeah, you have to know yourself before you can start to understand other people. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, Jay, this has been great. I want to make sure people know how to follow you and get a hold of you, ask you questions about DDP yourself, your journey, because we can talk for a lot longer, I know. But how can people reach out to you? Where can they find you? Yeah, for sure. You can follow me on Instagram as my main platform at jtowns, J-A-Y-T-O-W-N-S. Um, and I also am on LinkedIn, uh, at J towns as well. I'd love to, um, I'm going to start posting some content on there. Um, and I, I'd love to kind of streamline my, you know, my, my personal goal is to find my, my new niche. A lot of my content was college based when I was in college, I've had to focus on my transition into the real world and haven't been making much. And now I'd really like to kind of just share my experience, kind of what you're doing, Gino. I'm really glad that you have this podcast. I can only imagine how many people like me when I was in college and even before are just getting so much value from it. And I want to continue doing that. So yeah, Instagram and LinkedIn, that's where the stuff's yeah. going to be. 
would love uh, if you follow along. So yeah, thanks Perfect. for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. This has been great. I'm glad we, you know, it's fun meeting people at these events. So everybody show up to stuff, especially for advertising career conferences. And then we could stay in touch. When you break in, you come on the show. It's, we'll talk. That's right. That's right. So thank you, Jay. You've been, you've been great. I can't wait to stay in touch and see what you do. Yeah, man. Take care. Talk soon. All right. for listening to this entire episode of the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us and help us grow and get better guests, better break-ins, if you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave us five stars and a small review if you have the time. Be sure to connect with our guests if you like what they said by going to our Instagram at Breaking and Entering Pod. It's all one word, Breaking and Entering Pod on Instagram. We have links to their creative director we can't do it without you two and a team from the university of illinois it's a student team from the agency called AdBuzz, their pr agency and it's been a pleasure working with them and thank you all so much and we'll see you next week with another amazing guest thank you so